Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of this episode to let you know that this week's episode is a little bit different. So every year I take a week off doing the podcast and go spend some uh, holiday time with my family, which I'm doing right now. When you're hearing this, I'm somewhere else. I'm not I'm not at home. So I'm doing that right now and hopefully we're having fun. We're not sick of each other yet. So, But I thought I can't leave you without a podcast to listen to. So this is a patron-only episode of Top 5. So for those who don't know, Top 5 is my Patreon-only podcast where me and a good friend of mine count down the top five items, our own personal items of a particular topic, which is either uh, listener-generated or something I think, oh, that'll be a good one to run with. So this week's episode that I'm going to share with you is with Adam Richard, and we're counting down our top five personal TV theme songs. So I put this out on Twitter the like the day I was uh, doing it, as in like, hey, I'm doing this. What's your choices? And I'm still getting people hitting me up two weeks later saying, oh, I, I love this one. This is great. So I thought this would be a good one to share. And of course, let me know your favorite TV themes. Let me know how wrong me and Adam are both are in ours. Let me know. Don't let Adam know. Like, I don't want him to feel bad about his choices. And so if you want like this, the sound of this and want to hear more, head over to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. That's patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. And there, I think there are like 10 uh, top fives right now. So a whole bunch of people like uh, Ben Lomas, Durok Jazz Singer, Mel Buttle, Tommy Dasolo, Justin Hamilton, heaps and heaps of people. And it's always good fun. And uh, yeah, I'm very much enjoying it. So if you like this, go and listen to the other ones as well. Hey, big thanks to everyone who uh, downloaded and uh, bought tickets to last Saturday's live stream. That was so much fun. It was such a good one and so nice to be back. There are more. There are going to be five more. If you haven't got a ticket, uh, go to joshearl.com.au. You can buy a season pass for $50. That gives you access to all six. Or you can just buy it individually. And you can even buy the one that you've just missed as well. So if you missed it on Saturday, it's still up. It's going to be up until August 8. So if you can't watch it live at the time, you can watch it whenever you want. Maybe when the kids are in bed or maybe when you're on your way to work on public transport, watch it there. It's really, really funny. Um, this Saturday coming up, the lineup is Nick Cody, Tom Ballard, Aaron Chen, Celia Picola. So go, tickets are $10. Go to joshearl.com.au and uh, share it with your friends. As in like share the fact I'm doing them. Don't share your your, your actual ticket with them because then you can't see it. So uh, there is that. Massive thanks to everyone who's been uh, sharing the podcast uh, and uh, leaving iTunes reviews and uh, podcast, Apple Podcast reviews. That always helps. And hopefully, not hopefully, I will be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, enjoy this episode of Top 5 featuring Adam Richard and myself as we count down our Top 5 TV episodes. 
Hello and welcome to Top 5, the Patreon-only podcast that counts down your suggestions of the top five things, according to me and my guest. And my guest today is my very special friend. It's Adam Richard. Yay! Yay! I'm glad you got me on to talk about music because otherwise I normally hate it. (laughs) Yeah, well, for the listener, what we're talking about today is we're talking about, it is music, but it's the top five TV themes. That's the music. Only five? I know. It's so hard. I've got a list of five that didn't make my cut, but I want to talk about afterwards. <laughs> I I once went to a wedding that had a karaoke machine. I know, at a classy wedding, and it had TV themes in it, and I was beside myself because, you know, 30-second songs, they're the easiest yeah. to sing. <laughs> when I was doing Lime Champions, we had a running thing where we would put, for those themes that don't have lyrics, we would write our own one. So the <gasps> Six Feet Under one was very good. It was like, people are dying, people are dying. We're going to bury them. We're going to bury them. It was very, loved it. Me, me and my sister used to do that for, there was a daytime TV, daytime soap opera called Santa Barbara. Yeah, I remember Santa <laughs> and Barbara. we used to sing, Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara. Uh. Uh. So I also should point out at the end of the episode, we're going to count down a listener's uh, suggestions. And today's listener, mm. it's it's a celebrity listener. It's Aaron oh. Gox. Goxie. Goxie's oh. done his five. Which is very good. I had a very long discussion with Goxie once, I think on the, might have been the Green Guide Letters podcast. And we talked incessantly about um, what, what flavoured milk went with which pie. Oh, <laughs> great. I am going to get him on the pod to talk about something. I don't want to talk about a food thing. I think I might get him to talk about 90s bands. No, get him to talk about his top five flavoured milks. Okay, flavoured milks. (laughs) Surely it's chocolate with a bullet. Surely. (laughs) Surely. (laughs) Oh, no, iced coffee could win. That's because, you know, the tradies love an iced coffee. Yeah, and he's going back to TAFE. (laughs) Hey, so what we're going to do, we're going to start this. So you do your number five, then I do my number five. So we talk about them both. So uh, so there's no spoilers here, but your number five, Adam Richards, number five TV TV theme song is? It's the Wonder Woman theme. Oh! <laughs> this is good. We're going to have such different themes. Because <laughs> I love a theme you can sing yep. and it has to be about the show. Like yes. this is my other thing. So many themes are just like not even vaguely related, don't even have the show title in it. But yep. Wonder Woman, like they say it 74 times. Yeah. Wonder Woman. <laughs> and it's good. So what Wonder Woman was like 70s, right? Or early 80s, 70s. Oh, uh, 70s, like yeah. late 70s. Yeah. Like me and my sister used to have a fight on a Friday night because uh, we there was there was Wonder Woman on one channel. I think Channel 10 had Wonder Woman and then another channel had Donnie and Marie and it was always, <laughs> what were we going to watch, the Donnie and Marie show or Wonder Woman? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. So back in the 70s, it was like music played such a big a bigger role in TV theme yeah. or TV shows and it's also you look at like all those old porn films had such good soundtracks as well. Like it was like you think no one's turning tuning in for this for the soundtrack, but they put a lot of money no. into the soundtrack. They went great. You know what? I my uh, fiance loves to play board games, and I got him a zombie board game recently that came with a CD of music. Oh, <laughs> but it was no good. Oh. <laughs> 
I was like, why can't it be like a TV show? Why haven't they thrown the, all the money at the wall? Well, I think they just know a, someone with a, with a Casio. Why isn't it a DVD? <laughs> so it's that old game, uh, was it? What was oh, it Nightmare. Nightmare, yeah. <laughs> Come closer. <laughs> the Crypt Keeper would scream at you or whatever his name but was. You'd, you'd play it three times, you'd know exactly what it was going to happen on the VHS. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's when you would invite people over who hadn't played it before and you could completely yeah. trash them. So your, your number five was Wonder Woman. Yeah. My number five is Beverly Hills 90210. <gasps> I was nearly tempted to say the Melrose Place thing. I listened to that last night. It was, it's a banger. It's a banger because it's yeah. <laughs> it's also it starts off a little bit sexy. That's what I like yeah. about it. Because when I was growing up, that I was I can't remember when that even came out. It was probably 93, 94, maybe a little yeah. earlier. But we as a family sat down and watched Melrose Place. Oh, really? Yeah. Not appropriate to watch as a family. It's not okay as a family. We really, we all loved it. We watched that as a family, we watched Man O Man. Do you remember oh, Man O Man? The pushing the pushing the dates Man-O-Man. in the pool. Yeah. That was and it was like this is not probably appropriate for me and my younger brother and my older brother no. to be watching. Did you used to watch what was the show my sister used to rave about? Because that was I think Melrose Place was when I got back from overseas and just yeah. before that. Um there, there was, was the a show Heights? my sister no, my sister used to ring me up about a show called Studs. Oh, yeah, and you, it was a dating <laughs> show. And if person who was choosing which one they were going to date, they would put like a Velcro star on their, uh, on their pants <laughs> and the person with the most Velcro stars, they were the winner. That seems wildly inappropriate for kids to be watching yeah, on but it was on TV. <laughs> yeah, it was on like at 11 o'clock in the day during school holidays. Yeah. yeah. It was brilliant. Would would watch that and then turn over and watch Vidiot. <laughs> Vidiot. Yeah. James <laughs> no, Valentine. I, I loved I loved Bill Rose. I was never a huge 90210 fan. I think because I was like I was only just out of school. Yeah. Like I would have been maybe 20, 21. So it's like, ah, I don't want to go back to school. But Melrose, I lived in an apartment block in St. Kilda that was like Melrose. Yeah. Just didn't have a pool. <laughs> didn't have Michael Mancini. No, or doormat, the game yeah. mat. <laughs> <laughs> I see nine two one zero for me it was very, very big. It was one of those shows that I had to watch, and it was the thing that it was the first one, one of those first shows that it was popular before it even aired. Yes, that just they did so well with the branding of nine zero two one zero that it was like, yeah, I, I have to watch this show. I was talking to uh, Toby Sullivan uh, in the Poofcast recently and he, uh, so his ex-flatmate has moved house for the first time since they lived together, so a bazillion years years ago, and she's like, oh, here's a whole bunch of stuff. (laughs) And he's got all this 90210 memorabilia, including a 90210 sleeping bag. Oh, so good. (laughs) And here's the other thing, 90210, you had to have your favourite. As a, yes. You had to have. Was yours David Silver? <laughs> Absolutely, it was David Silver. Of course it was. Brian Austin Green he was. was he was the DJ who loved to dance. <laughs> and also, <laughs> this is how I was that. trying to be, um, you know, always trying to be different, always to be, to be, what's the word when you're like, uncontrary. Yeah. When everyone was like, who, who, 
which girl do you find the hottest? I was like, oh, Tori Spelling. And I'm like, no, no I know. It's Jenny Garth by a mile, but that was the easy one. That was the easy <laughs> the easy option. So I was like, no, I'm I like Tori Spelling. So I, even I, even so in my fantasy. Poor Andrea, poor yeah. Andrea didn't even get a go. <laughs> Andrea Suckerman got nothing from you, I, even when you were trying to be contrary. <laughs> looking back, I'm yeah, Andrea was of course who I would be going for now. Like now. Yeah. yeah. She had a brain. She wrote the she wrote for the paper. Around yeah. in her head. <laughs> but even my standards back then was like, I couldn't get Jenny Garth. I couldn't get no. Shannon Doherty. Yeah, I'll get I'll get Tori Spelling. Like yeah. <laughs> But I watched the I for all this I watched the theme last night watched the intro and there is no way cuz you you always heard oh Andrea Zuckerberg she's so much older than everyone else and you think oh yeah but maybe she she looks older than I do now and she's playing oh, yeah. like a she's teenager like 37. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. All right. There are number 5s. Number 4 Adam. Oh, number 4 um Look, this is a weird one. I I was tossing up between <laughs> different kind of actiony sort of ones because yep. I love an action theme, um, and I didn't know whether I wanted to go with like Game of Thrones. Yes, because I really love it. I love the cello, and it's all very exciting. But then I just like I love John Williams yep. so much, <laughs> so I've gone with the second version of the Lost in Space theme. Oh. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were going to say Lost. I don't know if Lost is on your list. But oh, I do love Lost, but it's like 12 seconds. Exactly. Because like, Lost was the start of it going, oh, we don't need a theme, just get straight to the action. Yeah. But a lot of people, when I put this on Twitter, put Lost in their favourites. I'm like, that's just because you like the show. But yeah. Lost in Space. John Williams as well, I always, not so much anymore, but used to get confused with him and John Williamson. No. So I was like, true blue. <laughs> and also doing all these film scores. <laughs> Lost in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been lost in space and can't find my way back home. <laughs> I've never watched Lost in Space. I'm guessing it was just that was it. They're lost in space trying to get back to Earth. Uh, look, that is that is touching the edge of it. Like it was the Space Family Robinson. They were called yeah. the, the, the Robinsons, like the Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Um, and they were a family. But the best thing about it was Dr. Smith who's the campest man who ever lived. So, you know, I yeah. identified with him. And just hung out with the the son, Bill Moomy, and the, the stupid robot. The robot was hilarious and always being ridiculous. It's just, it's it's more comedic than it is adventure. Yeah. But as a kid, you don't know that that's why you love it. Like you think, oh, I love Dr. Smith. He's always getting them into silly trouble. It's like, no, he's insane. You bumbling booby. <laughs> It is amazing. It's like it's like watching uh, Are You Being Served in Space. Yeah. What happened when, like, how many seasons did it go for? Uh, I think only three or four. Like, did, space did, space shows are expensive. Yeah. They never really go for very long. Did cast members leave, though? How do they talk? Did they just go, oh, we've got. Nah. Oh, okay, good. Because I was wondering nah, if it was like. we've got 60s. We've got Everyone's war- tied yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> and they're child actors. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> 
ain't going nowhere. All right. There's um there's a reboot of it on Netflix, which is uh, Doctor Smith is played by Parker Posey, which oh. is the most insane casting of all time. <laughs> Great. My number four. Thank you for being a friend. The Golden Girls. <gasps> number four. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm crossing that one off my list. No, oh. it's a different one. <laughs> oh, well, no, you can have it if it's higher because I reckon a lot of people will be angry that this is so low in my list. Well, look, Josh, I nearly didn't put it on my list because you did say to me it had to be songs written for the show and that was actually a chart hit before it was on the Golden Girls. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. no. See, that's why I don't have the Wonder Years on mine because <laughs> the Wonder Years is the best, like, as soon as you hear that version of Joe Cocker's uh, – a little help from my friends. It's like, oh, it's yeah. the Wonder Years starting. It's the Wonder Years. Th- yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't a huge hit. Like, it was like 25 barely, and it was not the version used in the show. They re-recorded it. Yeah. So it was uh, It was a man who sang it originally. Ah. Do you know what it is? It is a hu- also a huge hit as. Mm. If you just have nothing to say in someone's birthday card, just write out the <gasps> lyrics for the Golden Girls theme. Works yes. a treat. I have a, uh, a Doctor Who... the. Tom Baker, who played Doctor Who, I've got his uh, autobiography, yes. which was given to me by Will Anderson, and he just wrote the lyrics to that in the, oh. the front page. <laughs> <laughs> my old uh, drama teacher, my old acting teacher at mm. uni, is name-checked in uh, Tom Baker's uh, autobiography. <gasps> they went to acting school together. Get out. Yeah, Michael That's Edgar. Exciting. There's There are so many people name-checked in there. Like it's yeah. basically uh, a list of uh pubs in the east end of london (laughs) (laughs) and actors who were at them (laughs) but the golden girls now i didn't i growing up i didn't really like the golden girls it wasn't it wasn't for me though it wasn't for like 10 year old kids in bernie but now when i see it i'm like oh wow it's actually really good it still is like it is still really funny i mean that is the thing when you when you write your jokes based on characters as opposed to external sources yep. like you know a lot of the problems with you know the later seasons of the simpsons all feel really dated because the jokes are about things that are going on in the world yep. whereas the golden girls you can still watch because it's just jokes about them like yep. slut shaming blanche and yeah <laughs> and rose is stupid <laughs> also maud was a very good show as well maud the, was a the very Arthur's good show one before golden girls which also had rue mcclanahan in it and yep. she was the stupid one in that because ah. apparently she was offered the role of Rose yeah, uh, to be the stupid one and Betty White, who who was the slut from the Mary Tyler Moore yeah. show, was offered that role of Blanche and they both went, oh, no, we've been doing this for the last 10 years. Let's, let's, let's swap. <laughs> and they're both amazing. Yeah. They're much better at the other roles. <laughs> yeah. Also, Quentin Tarantino was in Golden Girls as well. And as this, an Elvis impersonator. Yes, and this is yes. when he, but he talks about this is this is when I had to get out of acting when this was the only thing I could get. I'm like, that's a good role. Like you're in that the Golden Girls. Role. I like, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we had. I think that was a, a hard quiz fact about ah. Tarantino was a topic once. <laughs> Did the person get that one right? I can't even remember. Oh. We've done a hundred episodes, yeah. which is yeah. six thousand questions. I do not know. <laughs> 
my answer for that would have been I would have had to have watched it. If like yeah, if I'm writing it, I'm writing for the project, I'm not watching it. <laughs> I would have to, but I'm not watching it on, in my time. All right. So now that was my number four. So your number three, Adam Richard. Uh, look, my number three, uh, I know I mentioned that I love John Williams. One of my other favourite composers is a guy called Bear McCreary, um, who did a great score for 10 Cloverfield Lane, which is very kind of Bernard Herman-esque. Um, but he composed possibly the most perfect TV theme you've ever heard. Like it is completely evocative. It is exactly what you want to hear before you get attacked by zombies. The theme from The Walking Dead. Because <laughs> it just sets it up. You're like, oh. yeah. They're coming. <laughs> I've only watched the first series of Walking Dead. I kind of didn't get into it as much, but I do like the theme song. Oh, it's so good. I, I dipped out when um, someone was stuck under a skip for eight weeks and I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I got told to watch it because people from The Wire are in it. Yes. And I was yes. like, oh, great. Yeah. And I, I like to follow their careers as if they're my team. I'm like, yeah, that's... <laughs> So did Daquan, you watch Fringe? Yeah. <laughs> no. Did you? Because that also, had um, Lieutenant Daniels in it. <laughs> another one that didn't make my list, uh, but is similar to the Walking Dead one, which is uh, Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire theme is a yeah, very yeah, good yeah. theme song as well. It is a very good theme. Yeah, which is uh, written by Brian Jonestown Massacre. And it's like so funny because it sounds like it's a 60s song for a show set in the 20s by a band from the 90s. It's like, yeah, this is great. Did they did they write it specifically for it or was no, it No, I think it was already it was already a song. Yeah, cuz that's theirs. that's what cuz I was I was like edging towards Mad Men, which has the yeah. same thing. It's like it's a show set in the 60s, but it's a very kind of like, you know, 2000s kind of electronic sounding yeah. song, but then that was, you know, already a song as well. And yeah. and that's a thing with a lot of them, like you know, like I, I Cheers, I found out, was not written for Cheers. Yeah, I... Which is shocking to me. <laughs> this is how dumb I was as a kid. I thought that Woody Harrelson was the singer of the Cheers theme. Oh, that's not dumb. Because they, they sound similar. It's a similar sounding voice. Also, but, you know, Woody Harrelson wasn't in it for the first five I know, years. but I didn't know that. <laughs> I wasn't watching Cheers. Uh, but... And then there's that episode where he plays the song for Kelly and it's just him on the piano saying Kelly, 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 <laughs> which is a great scene. But I actually thought, oh, he's he's the guy who plays the theme. Because <laughs> he's got a piano. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Walking Dead, your number three. My number three, very similar to The Walking mm. Dead, a country practice. Oh, Yeah, oh. a, a country pra- which I don't know if it's just because it was such a big part of my childhood, seeing it was on two nights a week and my parents yeah. watched it. And then some nights they weren't available to watch it, so they would tape it, but we would watch it. And then oh. the next night they would watch the replay that they'd taped. And, and so I would watch, watch it, it three times, yeah. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> I mean, it's a pastoral show and the theme is very pastoral. It's very, you know, I I was thinking about a country practice the other day because in my um, daily podcast, uh, I've been playing a Doctor Who VR game and part of it, one of the things you have to pull out plugs and put them in, in the, like this puzzle. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm Beverly from a country practice. <laughs> Saw Beverly. No, it was great. <laughs> she just worked at the, 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 the phone exchange. And always listening into everyone's con- phone conversations. Oh, what did, like, did, did anyone ever fill in for Beverly? What if you needed to make a call at night time? There's, no. No, there's no one there. <laughs> but so I recently on Twitter was like, they need to bring a country practice back just for this COVID, just to see what they do. Like Dr. Terrence oh, yeah. and Matron Sloan have run off their feet in the hospital. Like, uh. Fatso would be like have sepsis or something. Well, I, I said someone would say that they they got it from a a wombat. Someone, <laughs> and so Cheryl's running out of town, trying to get out of town with. But also, Cheryl's watched Plandemic, so she's like a big one for like, no, no, this is not it. We need to just get in the sun and and that'll cure it. And I'm like, and it'd be like so- Cook, Cookie and Bob and Esme trying to open up the pub, like trying to sneak the pub. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Oh my god, the the Wandon Valley wet market wombat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a country practice, like it's amazing how much this was on mm. as well. And also, like Australian TV, you couldn't do this now. You couldn't have two hours of scripted television a week. Like I know they do Home and Away, but like really, like. It's, yeah, that's an. Ongoing, you know they yeah. make apparently they make six episodes of Neighbours a week, six? so that's three hours of of TV a week because of the UK because no one's yeah. watching it here. No, no, one I love Neighbours, but I yeah. stopped watching it when it went to eleven or like Peach or whatever Peach. it's called now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I know you can't, you can't broadcast on a fruit. Uh, <laughs> it's um like it's weird because I've done the Nay Buzz podcast a couple of times, so I've dipped yeah. in to to do that show, and like Rebecca Elmer Loglu is in it now. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. Like it's got a really decent cast, like and heaps of people back from, you know, when we watched it. Like Annie yeah. Jones is back. You know, yeah. Plain Jane Superbrain is in the show again. It's weird. You get Guy Pearce back in it. Oh yeah. I always was fascinated when one actor would do both Home and Away and Neighbours. So Rebecca yeah, Emma Lugley, is, yeah, like it, Bruce Samazana did the both. Yeah. Um, did does Chris Hemsworth do both? No, he just did. No, he just did Home and Away, yeah. Um, but Because yeah. there's no opportunity on Neighbours to stand around without many clothes on because no. you'll freeze to death. No, but they they <laughs> made Madeline West do it. <laughs> I know, poor Madsy. <laughs> She's back now as well. Oh, well, they. Ha- I remember one scene where it was just totally. She died going over a cliff. I know. But then no, but then her a woman who looked exactly like her found out about Toadie in the UK. And, yeah. yeah, that was that story. But now I think her character, like the original D, is now oh, okay, not dead and back. Or it's confusing. Yeah, because I there was one scene which was just Toadie was having a fantasy that D was in a bikini, and so they filmed that. I'm like, you oh. can't do that. Like, I know. you've got to have some reason for her to like dress like that. I mean, the opening credits, they all used to be in the pool, but, you know, yeah. they, they probably waited six months for that one day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> None of wadding. <laughs> all right. Moving on to your number two, Adam. 
Uh, my steaming number two. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, I love a song that is written specifically for the show and you're singing the show's title. And I had many, like the 80s sitcoms were like my whole life. I loved like the Who's the Boss song, the Growing Pain song, the, all of those. But The Ultimate, written by uh, the parents of Robin Thicke, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alan Thicke and Gloria Loring. And she used to be in Days of Our Lives as well. And she used to sing on that all the time. Uh, it's the theme to different strokes. Now the world don't move. Different strokes, very good stuff. Because it's just, it's just one of those songs that just it comes out of the gate straight away. It's yeah. like, Now the world don't move. <laughs> like, like, just wondering <laughs> what might be right for you. May not be right for right some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So different fun. strokes was a big. That was a big show in my childhood as well. And it's not funny in the slightest. No. Like there's not a single joke in there. There's a lot of laugh track, but yeah. no jokes. <laughs> Once they cottoned on to his catchphrases, uh, that was it. That oh, was yeah. The end, which must have been for the writers so easy. Just like, oh. Because oh. you look at a show like Full House where every character had a catchphrase. Yeah. Every single one apart from Bob Saget's character. But every other one it was just like, and I'm like, oh, mate, just... Copy and paste. There we go. We've got we've got a catchphrase on each page. Are you being served? Yeah. <laughs> My pussy. <laughs> Are you free? I'm free. <laughs> it's a it's a long tradition in sitcoms. <laughs> Just having 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 situations set up so someone will say their catchphrase. Yeah. Like I, I once watched an episode of Are You Being Served that had not a single joke in it, and it went for like the full half hour of setting up that there'd been a I think there was a strike or. A, lizard or something and everyone got so mrs slocum was kicked out of her house by squatters who'd been terrorizing her pussy um and so she moved into the shop and i'm like this is ludicrous so she'd set the shop up like her house and then everyone there was a train strike or a blizzard or whatever it was and they all got they all had to stay over so she was like moving them all into like showing them where they were going to sleep and stuff and she kept trying to have it away with Mr. Humphreys, who yeah. clearly was not interested in women. Um, and this went on for ages. And so everyone thought they were in the same bed together. Uh, but in reality, he'd snuck away. And then uh, he'd accidentally stood on the cat and you just heard this, Meow! and she goes, Mr. Humphreys, would you kindly get away from my pussy? <laughs> and you're saying there's no jokes. Come on. No, no, like that joke. <laughs> they, took, they took half an hour to set up that one gag and I'm like, oh, man, that is a long boat. <laughs> it's been a long road to this one gag. <laughs> Have you? Did you ever see the very special episode of Different Strokes where they allude oh. to molestation? Yeah, the bicycle guy. Yeah. Bi- was it the bicycle man or the bicycle? It was the, yeah. yeah, the bicycle shop. And he was like, hey, yeah. kids, come and have some have some beer or have some wine or whatever it was. And apparently yeah. that actor never worked again. The old guy? The, the guy who played the guy who was molesting The people. molester. Yeah. Oh. Never worked again. he everything at yeah. that point. Apparently, yeah. And then that was it. People could only see him as that. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. But I, I remember that being on as a kid. I don't. I don't think I got what what happened. I was just like, oh, they had beer. That's why he was angry. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I remember that being quite full on. Like it was that. I mean, they they did a lot of those kind of very special episodes. They yeah. did a lot of racism ones. Yeah. Like that happened a lot. Like you know, oh, you people, you're good at dancing. It's like <gasps> I love the <laughs> the whole audience doing the reaction for you at home. Like <gasps> oh, racism. But you know, <laughs> in that as well, there's an warm up person making them do that as well. Just going. Oh. I know. <laughs> Like McGinley there, just going, all right, everyone. Uh, <laughs> all right, everyone. Be outraged. We're going to have some child molester, whatever, to go, ooh. <laughs> all right, my number two, mm-hmm. which was very close to being my number one, but it's it's just by the, the smallest margin. Now, I, I, chose, I love a theme song where you can come into the show in any episode, in any season, watch the mm-hmm. theme song and you know, okay, this is this is setting up the show. I don't need to know anything else other than, and it's The Nanny. She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens Till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes What was she to do? Where was she to go? She was out on her fanny The Nanny is my number two. It tells you, it it gives away the entire pilot episode, which I don't know if this was played in the pilot episode because it just gives away the whole storyline or if they waited to the end and went, here we go, number two, episode number two, here we go. But, yeah, she was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. Yeah, she was there. (laughs) But apparently, like, so Des Bishop, he's from Flushing. And he was mm. saying, so people only know about flushing in Australia because of like the nanny. And he goes, anywhere else in the world, the nanny wasn't that big a show. But in Australia, it was huge. It's huge. It's huge in Australia for reasons. And it's still massive. Like it's on, is it on Stan or one of those? Like, and it's, yeah. it's like people watch it, watch endless reruns. I liked it for a little while and then it just got, it was too broad. It was just too, yeah. I was like, oh, like rain it in. Yeah. <laughs> Like me, <laughs> me saying rain it in, you know, you're going too far. Uh, but I do love it. Like, you know what? I should have realized it was going to be that broad when someone decided in the theme song to really sell the word tan. Yeah. <laughs> the lady in red and everybody else is wearing tan. That doesn't need that much emphasis, lady. Earlier in the year, my wife, Beck and I had a, not an argument, but it was like a big mm. gris- disagreement where she couldn't understand that because I was like, oh, Fran Drescher is very attractive. She's like, really? I'm like, the nanny. I'm oh. like, yeah, absolutely. She goes, no. I'm like, oh, absolute smoke show. Like just like. Is it because she can only see the hair and the clothes and the craziness? Maybe. she can't but see even, the woman inside? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then like it spent me a whole uh, like a whole evening just g- Googling Fran Drescher. It's like, see, here, here. It's, she's, she's so attractive. And also, I was trying to say to Beck, she looks like you. You could easily dress up as the nanny and people go, oh, that's a dead ringer. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. So. Oh, did that start? Did Like, when you tell yeah, someone then she they got look upset. like someone yeah. that they don't find attractive, you're in trouble, mate. Yeah, I, I did get a bit upset. Or she got a bit upset. But I think she's on board now. I love you. I love the nanny. These yeah. things are the same. La, 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 la. <laughs> I, that night I was out on my fanny. Yes. <laughs> Now, is that why we loved it in Australia? Maybe it because was, yeah. We we have like Fanny means something different here, and we just love the cheekiness of like. <laughs> Does it mean bum in Australia? I think 
I don't know if you've seen Hannah's new special, Douglas. I think she talks about that in the special. Oh, great. But how she, as a child, was trying to comprehend how someone could get kicked out and land on their fanny. Like, that was like, <laughs> yeah. You're number one, Adam Richard. Okay. Uh, this is not going to be a surprise to anyone, um, but it was one of the first uh, pieces of electronic music used uh for television, uh, and it's the Doctor Who. Yay! it was like you know it was written as a as a piece of music by yeah. the guy he'd written a whole bunch Ron Grainer he'd written a whole bunch of theme tunes for BBC shows and then it was handed off to the the Radiophonics workshop and this woman called Delia Derbyshire she just made it out of electronic tones like right. just pasting them all together like oh that's that note that's that note and it just so it's yeah it's one of the earliest pieces of electronic music that people would be familiar with like yeah before before you know we all had synthesizers. <laughs> was it uh, was it KLF who did the remix? Who did the Oh the the Time Lords. <laughs> time Lords, that's <laughs> yeah, right. But that was, was KLF the... pretending to be the, yeah. the Time Lords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with at it with a Gary Glitter song. <laughs> yeah. Cause I remember my friend saying that he was scared of the Doctor Who theme when he was a kid. Like used it's to terrifying. Yeah, run behind the couch. <laughs> yeah. And the that version for me was that um is it oh, is it called yellow? The bomb bomb. Oh yeah! Bomb. <laughs> Hated that song as a kid. Scared me. Yeah. Made me feel but yeah. weird. But the Doctor, Do- the Doctor Who theme is like you know. There's been some weird orchestral ones done in the last you know ten years, but yep. the the most recent one is again really kind of spooky and and electronic and nutty. So, so the, yeah. they change. I don't watch it, but they, do they change it up occasionally? But are it, they? You know, they have the different essence stays the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. still the same tune, but yeah, sometimes I bring in some drums or an orchestra, or, but really you just want weird electronic noises going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number one, very different to your number one, but mm-hmm. very similar to your number two, it is the Family Ties theme song. Oh, yes. Let's see if anyone remembers, though. Yeah, no, I bet we've been together for a million years. I bet oh, we'll be yeah. together for a million more. And then in the theme, you sit, I still have the image of, like, Michael J. Fox running around in the kitchen. Uh, I remember, like, him wheeling his chair back and hitting the desk going, oh, yeah, it was Was it, we we we. Did Nick ever make it into the opening credits? Remember Mallory's boyfriend that yeah. was stupid? <laughs> Who got a spin-off. He got his own spin-off yes. at the end of it. Like that, that was, was the strange. And he was... made things out of rubbish? Yeah, it was that... Yeah. He was he wore wore a leather jacket, rode a motorbike, and uh made things out of rubbish. Because Mallory was really dumb, but then they needed 
I think over time they're like, all right, she can't be that dumb. Yeah, we let's, need someone. Let's find else. someone dumber. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Family Ties. That was used to be on. It was another on at like ten o'clock or ten thirty during school holidays. I'd watch oh, that. Really? Oh no! See, that was like a prime time show for oh. us. Like there was that. Um, uh, Growing Pains was the other one that had a catchy theme tune. Yeah. Charles in um, Charge also had a good theme song. Oh, Charles in Charge had the best song. Yeah. Why didn't I put that in? <laughs> There's so many, I spent all of last night looking at stuff. So these are some ones that didn't make it that I'm like, oh, it probably should have made it. So Rage should have like. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, good theme song. It's a good theme song. And when they changed it, But it's it, also a bit of a, I mean, it's a bit of a found yeah. song. So it's yeah. kind of, feels like it doesn't count. The Airwolf theme song. Do you remember the show Airwolf? It was about a, it was about a, a helicopter. helicopter. The yeah. show was shit, but the theme song was great. Uh, and I remember you know what? I was gonna go maybe with Hawaii Five O. Oh, okay, which yeah, is a spectacular theme song in that in that vein. And also, SWAT had a really good theme song yeah. back then. I thought Knight Rider had a good one, and then I listened back to it. I'm like, oh, they've ruined it by talking over the top of it. If it was just yeah, the music, it would have been great. But don't need yeah that. Uh, Family Matters, which was a yeah. big show <laughs> in my in my life. Uh, yeah. It's a rare condition this day and age. <laughs> what to read any the, what good news on the news. Do the Urkels, does that? Yeah, do the Urkel. <laughs> that was in the episode where he got drunk at a party. There you go. Yeah, and then tried to walk on a tightrope. Yeah. Uh, walk walk across like, the building. It's like, why? Like, oh, that was Arnie, what's her face? That Arnie Rachel tried to walk on the tightrope. It's like, is this meant to be like a message episode? Yeah. Or like he's become quite popular now that he's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> The Urkel. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, Home and Away is another Yeah, Home one. and Away is a good song. Good Neighbours song? is a good song. Neighbours is a good song. The other one, which is Party of Five, but that's a that's a separate song. I think they just yeah. picked it, but it wasn't a popular song, but it was just, yeah. It's, a good... it's like, you know, there's a bunch of that. Like I, I used to really like the song that they used in Smallville, which, I, yeah. you know, I'd never heard before, but apparently it was a song. Yeah. Charmed uh, also had the, the Smiths, uh, but not the Smiths version. But not the one. Smiths, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love Charmed. I I was going to suggest, so I was going to suggest uh, Law and Order. Oh, yes. It's just <laughs> boom, boom, ba, 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 and you're like, oh, it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> also, just because of the gung gung. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best scene transition of all time. Like sometimes I wish I could do that in conversation. Like you're like, oh, yeah, this conversation's run dry. Gung, gung. <laughs> Off to the next bit. All right. So very different list, which is good. I like the fact yes. that they're different. Okay. So here, I was, I was, I did have Golden Girls, but I swapped her out. Once, oh, good. Once you chose it. All right. Great. All right. Here's Aaron Gox's list. Okay. Okay, Goxy, bring it on. Step by step at number five. Yeah, which was, was that Alan Thicke in that show? I know, I remember it was based in Milwaukee, same no, same city as Laverne Alan, and Shirley, which should have been yes. our list. Yeah. Oh yeah, Laverne and Shirley's a great theme. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Give us any chance, we'll take it. Um, no, step by step was uh, Patrick Duffy. Oh, from, that's right. From Dallas and uh, Suzanne Summers and the four hundred and twelve children. Yeah, and and they went on the roller coaster. Yeah. We okay now. This is the the craziness of hard quiz. So 
um, they had that roller coaster because it's a wooden roller coaster and it was by the, the sea. You saw the sea coming in. Yep. They, that was filmed like, you know, thousands of kilometres inland. <laughs> <laughs> and they just stuck the beach next to it for the opening credits. <laughs> it's not actually there. <laughs> it's a made-up roller coaster. <laughs> okay, number four for Goxie, Water Rats. Okay, Goxie, no, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stingers, um, I no, it's no stingers. <laughs> I went to I went when I was I was in New Zealand just before the lockdown, uh, and went to the movies and saw a Kiwi movie that had Jay Lagaya in it. Oh, he was like a big star. It's like ooh, they've re-imported him. Nice. <laughs> I met Jay Lagaya. He's a, a massive man. He's gigantic and so sweet. Yeah. Like the sweetest man who ever lived. Yeah, I he mean, was, he's on play school. Yeah. He was very he nice. Yeah, play school. I met him with my kids, and so they were very excited. And yeah, yeah. number three for Goxie, Heartbreak High. <laughs> very good memories of Heartbreak High. I based my entire like. Style on Drasic in year 11, 12. I rollerbladed around with my metal chain necklace. Was, oh, what's her face was in that, wasn't she? From, um, also from Away Now. Um, Nicodemu. Ada Nicodemu, yes. Yeah. And, uh, who else was in it? So she was, she's also in play school and she was a singer. Um, oh. Oh, I forget. Also in play school and a singer. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I think her name. Ali, I don't know, I can't remember. I'll look it up. People listening to this will be <laughs> screaming at their headphones. Just going, I don't know who it is. How do you know? I don't yeah. remember. I, I, again, I was a little bit too out of yeah. high school for the, for loving high school shows. Yeah. <laughs> it no- felt weird for me to be watching high school shows at yeah. that age. I'm like, no. Number I'm, I'm finished now. two for Goxie is the Channel 9 cricket theme. The cricket thing. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Which is a good, I, I wouldn't say it's a TV show. I mean, it is, but it's a, more of a broadcast. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like having the ABC News theme. Is that, is it, I guess it's a TV show, but. Well, you know, the Channel 9 News theme is actually a piece of music um, by, uh, is it Lola Schifrin that wrote? Mission Impossible, and it's from the movie Cool Hand Luke. Oh. It's like this moment where they're, they're like they get covered in oil. Yeah, that's why. That's why um, he the the newsreader there. What's his What's the newsreader who's been there? For, oh, Peter Hitchin. Peter Hitchin eats all those eggs every show. Just... He does. Yes, my friend has eat every egg. And Goxie's number one, which a lot of people will be angry that this wasn't in either of our list, which is yes. the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute and just sit right there. I'll tell you oh, how I became the Prince yes. of Bel Air. Yes. Like the nanny, which just tells you what the show is before you need to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was deliriously tired with a newborn and trying to sing him to sleep, <laughs> and the only song I could have in my mind 
was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song. That's the only thing I could remember off the top of my head. So I was just sitting there with a six-week-old in my arms, rocking him to sleep, just going, in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spend most of my days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Will Smith. Will Smith has had a blessed career. He really has. I mean, he's had such a good career that even his untalented wife seems to have gotten jobs. <laughs> hey, thank you for playing, Adam. Oh, thank that's you been for, fun. It's been, yeah, it's been a really good list. They're very different. Everyone's been different. Hey, for listeners, uh, make sure you uh, tee off in the comments on how wrong I was uh, with my <laughs> list. Uh, my and, list is correct, however. Yes. <laughs> yes. And... Um, Hey, Adam, where can people hear you? You've got your podcast that comes out daily. Oh, yeah. Adam Richard has a theory every day. Uh, at the moment, I'm playing a VR game and literally, like, squealing into your ears. Um, also, the Poofcast is back if you want some dirty talk from Toby yes. Sullivan and I uh, talking about his fetish for the Linux Penguin onesie. I don't <laughs> understand what goes on in his uh, personal life, but... We heard it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and other than that, um, just still uh, I'm working on a project at the moment for something that Great. will come out later in the year. But I Excellent. Can't cool. <laughs> hey, uh, for listeners, uh, the live streams uh, are on sale. So they start on uh, June 27, 4.30. And what I've decided now, I'm going to leave them all up. Uh, until a week after the final one. So uh, the first, June 27th, will be up until August 8th. So if you come late and you want to get a season pass, you can still watch them all. So they're going to be up there, all six episodes, uh, for the price of five, if that's what you can do. Tickets are 10 bucks. Go to joshell.com.au for your tickets. And there's also T-shirts for sale as well still. I've got one large T-shirt left. <laughs> so if you're a large and you want that one T-shirt... I've got it for you. Hey, uh, thanks, Adam. This has been lots of fun. And oh, I'll it's been awesome fun. I'll see you around. Okay, big air kisses, darling. Bye. <laughs>